Welcome back to Break, Battle, and Roll. I am your Dungeon Master and Barkeep, Aaron Rollins. Next up, we move to the second installment of our three-part Episode Zero. May I now present to you, a warlock living life on the boardwalk, the aquatic half-elf Beach Baba Yaga, soon to embark on the Archipeldian Saga. Hello, my name is Janelle Wilkie, and I will be playing Flower Kraut, the Beach Baba Yaga. And without further ado, it's time to break, battle, and roll. Wind chimes dance as the waves roll up on your little stretch of Adristia's beach. You live yet another day as your existence stretches out further, and time seems meaningless in the life you've grown accustomed to. Partying with tourists by day and haunting this vacation destination by night. The sand is unoccupied today, though, as the cooler season's winds increase those chimes' volume just outside your cave's entrance. Adristia has been your life for countless years. The island's remoteness has sustained you, content in the life you've been handed. You stand inside the small cavern among your few belongings. Light drapes in from the beach outside, giving you just enough glow for your half-elven eyes. You turn and you notice your mirror hung neatly on the stone wall and the light refracts perfectly to radiate on you. Flower Kraut, what do you see in the mirror? Ah, I am beautiful. So, Flower Kraut, which is me, I see a very, very old aquatic half-elf looking back at me uh, with pale blue skin and slightly dark blue hair, although there's plenty of white thrown in there as well. A little bit of sea foam to add to the sea of my hair, you know? <laughs> Maybe a piece of kelp? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty frizzy up in here, let me tell you. Let's see, I've got... A, my favorite uh, dead fish uh, tie strapped to my neck. It's 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 a skeleton. It's, oh, it's, excellent! It's well it, polished. I love it. Is it like a uh, so it's a skeleton of a fish, but it's like wrapped around your neck? It's it's a bow tie, or sorry, not a bow oh, it's tie. A bow. It's a neck. It's a necktie. It's a dead fish necktie. necktie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, a tunic that I made myself with, you know, just pieces of debris that I found pretty and, you know, sewn together. Have the years been kind to Flower Crowd? I've enjoyed my time on Adristia. It's, it's, it's been a good ride. Uh, I, I love hooking up with the hot babes that come onto the beach. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some hunky tourists, I, I, I tell you. Um, but... You know, if I'm if I'm feeling like less like entertaining, then I do really enjoy scaring them away. That's that's fun for me. If I need a little flower crowd time, a little solo time, I love to just uh, scare the pants off the tourists. If I'm not scaring off the pants in in bed, you know. <laughs> yes, uh, almost on cue, a crab scuttle through your room. Uh, in the cave and immediately turns its tail and begins to scuttle away when it notices you. <laughs> That's right. Crabs are not permitted in Flower Crowd's house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Flower Crown, your mind wanders to more nostalgic things as you pan the cave you're standing in. A bookshelf. A few books that have kept in salvageable repair against the salty air. But you haven't minded collecting new ones when you had a chance. Oh, what's that? What in your that? old spell book. Your old spell book is still in perfect condition. It is a treasured piece for me. The memories you have of this treasured piece. You start to think about, you know, the things that you did with this spellbook of yours, and pretty soon your memories start to turn more remorseful than out of fondness. It's strange how things have changed, how life is so full of twists and turns, and without realizing it, your mind wanders to the day that things changed for you. Flowerkraut actually doesn't know any of those spells in the spellbook anymore. Uh, she doesn't know a single one, but she certainly used to know them back in the day. Uh, that was the spellbook given to her by her dear friend uh, and teacher at the time. Taught me how to be a very powerful witch. It's true, and it's strange that that's something in your past now. You can't actually utilize the book anymore. As your mind wanders to the day things are changed for you, the, the day that basically led up to why you live on Adristia now, you recall the smell of daisies, the island of Praxil, and you hear a high-pitched voice. Lily, get away from her! The child's mother raised her voice at, at, her, at her kid. Here you were, standing there, trying to be nice, and offering this little girl a moiki fruit. You had collected a bundle earlier in the day with the hopes that these villagers would be kind enough to exchange them for just a little bit to get you by. Here you were, desperate, nothing to your name. You felt defeated and lost, and you're stuck on this island, each day growing worse than the last. The little girl who had been smiling at you a moment before, turns and slowly backs up to her mom. Sorry, lady. And you watch as they turn and her mom shelters her under her cloak and takes the little girl away. You look around, you're standing amongst all these villagers, you know, who are trying to go about their day, but some of them have stopped to stare a little bit as you've wandered into this village. Some of them hold scowls on their face. Some of them just try to ignore you. All you know is that you're trying to get what you can out of the sh smallest shred of kindness. What does Flowerkraut do? What did Flowerkraut do in this, in this moment? <sighs> Flowerkraut heaves a sigh. She understands why the village is treating her this way. She turns out and looks on the expanse of Praxil and makes a decision that she can no longer be part of this society. You might want to move along, Hag. <laughs> One of the guards who hasn't been particularly nice to you in your time here kind of looks like to be ushering you along. About how old am I here, by the way? You 
are probably about 80. Hmm. And I and Flower Crowd, by the way, is currently a hundred and I what did I say, 130? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice and old and wrinkly, but still got the juice. Yeah, so Flower Crowd uh is kind of at a loss of what to do at this point. Uh she she's probably going to have to take the food for herself and find find some shelter. Hey, and screw you, guard! You suck! <laughs> he grimaces at you and pounds his his spear into the ground and he goes, Just keep moving, hag. No one wants you here. Way to treat an old lady you don't even know. We've seen plenty of your kind. And Flower Crowd, uh flips a little cape she has and turns around <laughs> and, and saunters away. <laughs> All right, so you saunter away from the village, um, seeing that you aren't going to receive the warm welcome you were hoping for. Where and, the fuck uh, do I go now? Ypraxil's not a very big island, and so, you know, you kind of head back to where you'd maybe have camped the previous night and you find yourself having no other choice but to maybe eat this moiki fruit yourself you start peeling apart this uh this stuff and it's kind of an extraneous task should i roll for deliciousness <laughs> sure go ahead <laughs> give me a uh give me a nature roll a nature roll i got 20 a seven. And whatever whatever your nature bonus is on your oh let's machine. take a look at my nature Although it's probably not going to help out my pitiful seven. Na 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 nature. There we go. Plus three. I got ten. Okay, so you're 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 doing pretty well. You've actually opened one of these before. It probably uh, tastes like an actual star fruit, where it's just like water, but it's this <laughs> <laughs> is not great, but not nothing. Uh, yeah, so you've, you've had these before. You actually probably are a little sick of them. You've been sick of them because that's pretty much all you've eaten. Just a crunchy water taste. Meh. You hear this little voice behind you as you're sitting there. Are you a hag? And you turn around and you see it's that little lily girl again. The one you were offering a piece of fruit to, trying to be nice. And she's sitting on a rock. Her mom's nowhere to be seen. She wandered out here to see you. They say, they say I'm not supposed to talk to, well, hags. Yeah, well, you should probably listen to them, but I mean, I'm not so bad. I cut a little piece of fruit for her and hand it over. Oh, she, he like scrambles down from the rock and she takes it from you and she sits right next to you. She doesn't seem afraid at all. I'm probably like this fruit, actually. I I won't do anything to you, kiddo. But I'm not I'm not great. That's okay. I I'm kind of glad that you are what you are. Flower Crow feels a tear roll down her cheek. You see, I. I keep seeing her in my dreams. She she visits me. And well, I I was hoping that you'd say that you were what you are. 
when I came out here. And she reaches down. She's got a little side satchel. She pulls out something from it. And she goes, she told me that if I ever ran into a hag in real life, <laughs> I was supposed to give you this. She holds up a small mortar and pestle. I, I take it. Do I recognize it? You take it and you f- feel like maybe. Why does this seem so familiar to you? Indeed, you why? You swear you've you've never held this thing before, but you almost swear it's been maybe missing. And Lily looks up at you. Well, she she told me I I don't, I don't know who she is, but Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Maybe maybe this Maybe this will help you. Maybe she looks back over her shoulder at at the village off in the distance and she goes, maybe they, maybe they'll understand you. I don't think you're so bad. Oh, thank you so much. And she gives you this little hug and then scampers off. And you look down at this mortar and pestle and it is talking to you in some strange way. It's it's emanating this strange allure and you feel like it's time to get started. That's the one thing that goes through your mind. You take this mortar and pistol and it fills you with determination. <laughs> the question is what does flower kraut fill the mortar and pestle with? Oh, I fill it with something? Oh. What are you going to crush and mix with this? Hmm. Let's see. <sighs> I think... <laughs> I think I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of sea urchin powder right now. I think I want to take a sea urchin and crush it. Excellent. You crush a sea urchin into this thing. It squishes in and... Uh, Bones crush or well, I guess not bones. <laughs> but, stabby stabby um, needles. <laughs> stabby stabby needles. Uh, and it smells a wonderful to you. Ah. But to anyone else, it would be absolutely revolting. <laughs> and you feel the scent of this thing creates a message in your mind. It's like it's not that you're hearing a voice. You're communicating through the scent that's coming off of this this crushed sea urchin and you hear it go finally flower crowd we can talk yeah (laughs) (laughs) cool your memory jogs back to current day you're back in your cave holy fuck and <laughs> and, and I'm, sure I'm enough, sundowning yet again. <laughs> and sure enough, there it is. Your treasured mortar and pestle sitting on the table right where you left it. You've used it hundreds of times. You've talking you up talking. You've spoken I, I'll be to talking her. talking to it. <laughs> You've been talking to her. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've spoken to her hundreds of times. Sometimes she's quiet. Sometimes she wants your attention. But tonight is definitely one of those nights where you can feel that thing shaking in your cave. The pestle's actually rolling around in the mortar. And you go over there, you throw in some bones, you throw in a little bit of fish guts, and you mix it all up. And the wonderful scent wafts up from it. And there again is that scented message. But this time, something you didn't expect. Fate chances an arrival this day, Flowercraft. Destiny washes upon your shore, both in hearth and suffering. Answer the call, my little crone. If you say so, Pestle. I, you've never steered me wrong before. And that's where we end Flowercraft's scenario. What's behind the cryptic message wafting off the mortar and pestle? Maybe more beach babes waiting for this hag to shag? Stay with us as Flowercraft's story continues in episode one. Thank you so much for joining us in our second installment of episode zero. We're extremely excited to share with you our third and final character in next week's Break, Battle, and Roll. 